0: welcome back to another episode of the bottom bible i hit my microphone my name is katie my name is vanessa and wow what a better intro for why am i like this um yeah so this episode is gonna be about when you do the thing that you do it's unique to you and you oh god i rhymed and you ask
1: why am i
0: like this? why am i why am i like this just, I feel like the universe is just gifting me. Like, <laughs> I not mean, know. it's like universe mouth. You find example yourself, after example.
1: You find yourself asking this question, usually
0: in a furious whisper to yourself. Why am I like this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so we are going to provide you, youths. I'm assuming you're youths. I don't know. Youths? We're going to provide youths with some examples where we find ourselves asking in a quiet whisper, why am I like this? Would you like to go first, or should
1: I? We can we can switch it up. I'll I'll start. And we can kind of like switch off and Perfect. discuss. So what we're today are our, our topic for why are the 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 why for why are we like this today is just going to be um, because we're just on the tail end of a spooky Halloween, um, and we might be what's the second like. All Souls Day. There's All, All Saints, Saints Day? Day, All Souls Day. There's two, because one's on the first, mm. one's on the second. Oh, okay. Probably. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up, but does it sound like it's true? Then it's true. Um, I trust you. And so we're, it's going to be things that we're scared of, but we're not going to be like, oh, spiders, oh, the dark. Um, it's going to be <laughs> like kind of more complicated. And I will not curse us by saying unique or not common because guaranteed that's why memes are so funny because when the memes mm-hmm. of stuff like this come out you're always like oh my god at me
0: because it's not relatable just, as yeah. fuck okay. like, so, oh
1: me um so think of the meme that you've seen um it's a text conversation betwixt two pals and one says what's your biggest fear and the other one says i don't know like not being remembered after I've died, and the other one says, "Damn, I was going to say the Kool-Aid man, but now I feel stupid. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that because I think those are both valid fears. Um, don't don't be fear- shamed your Your fear is just as as uh, complex. Your fear of the Kool-Aid man is just as complex as your friend's fear of dying alone and fading into obscurity forever. Yes um, let's oh, begin. God. Okay. okay. So. Kick us off. Mine <laughs> is perhaps there was some trauma in my childhood that I don't remember on a conscious level. Okay. Um But when I go to a nail salon and I it's mostly pedicure but sometimes manicure I am legit terrified that they are <laughs> going to snip off a finger. Oh or a
0: toe. They final destination, you inside the nail salon?
1: The toe, because what if they're not paying attention? <laughs> wait, what if how, they, wait. I have a really small pinky nail, like pinky toe nail. It's very small, comically small. Usually doesn't even need to be cut. Just just file it just so that it feels like it's not left out of the pedicure. <laughs> it's truly tiny. It's like when you're eating frosted flakes and there's like a tiny little corner of a flake, it's teeny tiny. Okay. And I'm just afraid that they're going to be overzealous and snip off the whole thing. <laughs> um, and then the other day I was getting my nails done. Okay. And there was a nail that was broken. So he was, it's the person I go to every single time. He was trimming my real nail to just put the little tip on it, you know, to make uh-huh. it look like all the others because my nails are long-ish. And he has a habit. hes He's a wonderful man so fucking nosy when we're having a session his eyes are darting around it's like a it's like you're at an industry party in LA and the person (laughs) that's in front of you is looking everywhere but you everywhere but you everywhere but you and he's if someone starts talking or having a conversation nearby and it's just like a customer interaction he's got eyes like glued to them and he's but he continues to do my nails so he went to trim my nail and if I hadn't been on Fucking hyper alert, he would have nipped my skin. Because oh, okay. I went, it was so close that I could feel it closing and I just went, <gasps> and he went, oh, sorry, sorry. And he just like kept going. I'm like, motherfucker, sorry, oh. sorry. You almost made my goddamn biggest irrational Kool Aid man fear come true. <laughs> oh, no. And this is why I must always remain hyper vigilant. Yes. Because it could happen. Now I've been convinced. Now I have been validated. My. Fear has been validated and now it's real. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't want to scare anybody else though. But I can't be the only idiot who thinks that they're going to lose a toe. Constant fear of losing a a digit. Yeah. Guard
0: your your toes. Guard your fingies.
1: I'm never going to wear like flip flops or toe revealing (laughs) sand like shoes in front of you because all you're going to do is look at my pinky toe. My (laughs) tiny little pinky toenail. Just a
0: whoop. Just a, oh, ma'am. Um, <laughs> this one's on us. Oh, I'll put a little Marie Antoinette wig on it. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, can I get a little, uh, like a little cloche for it? <laughs> We're just gonna keep that under this for historical purposes. Make baby cloche. <laughs> it's petite. Okay, that's amazing. Um. Try to think of which order I'll go in. Okay. This is because you mentioned memes. I'll talk about oh, this one. Okay. And I feel like this is a common one because a lot of people are afraid of heights. <sighs> okay. It also just has to do with like driving too. And I saw someone describe this on the TikToks. A sweet precious baby youth. And I if I can find it, I will, we will post it. We'll give credit to this person. Okay. Because it was the best way I've ever heard anyone describe it when you're driving don't necessarily have to be on heights but it's especially terrible for me when when, when we're in the heights in the canyons driving mm-hmm. up the mountainsides i'm just like really scared especially if i'm driving that i'm gonna get the urge to just yeet, yeet. just like <laughs> we're driving it's a yeet. just yeet myself right off the <laughs> that's what that's how they described it just yeet myself right off the ledge it's a hee. Like oh there and there's like a Looney Tunes like Wah, ha, 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 and there she goes <laughs> and that's it and <laughs> I I could only hope that I would blow up in a cloud of smoke as I descend to my untimely Yee! that you is film that on how the you yeet? yourself? I did that's um, like a true a,
1: but a true anxiety that's a good one because I sometimes there's a well I mean we drive everywhere but there is a particular road that is between civilization and and me because I live in the middle of nowhere Um, that is there are a lot of farm roads or there's a lot of two lane roads Mm -hmm. where it's just a single lane in in each direction no barrier or anything or median in, in between just you know a road and I don't have the fear that I'm going to put myself in the path of another car but I just think like if anything happens to me, like if I sneeze too hard, Mm. like a a poorly timed uh, twitch is all that lies between me and nearly certain death. And then I'm like, just stop. Don't, don't, can you just, please don't just keep driving. Like, don't be an idiot and stop being an idiot. Just drive. You (laughs) fucking idiot. But I just think like, I, I don't get the, I don't fear that I'll get the urge to do it, but I fear that like, I'll do something stupid by accident. Like I'll sneeze or like my hand will jerk or I'll get Mm. that involuntary George Costanza, like elbow, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, my urge thing, and I go into the doctor, gonna (laughs) check in about medicine for all of you following along on this ADHD journey of mine. But I I'm realizing some things that I did as a youth that I taught myself, like, ooh, nope, everybody thinks that's weird. Suppress that. Don't say that out loud. Um, Because I used to, and before I knew this, I would tell my mother, and she will retell this story, and I remember describing it this way. I probably got it from her, but I would have, like, quote, unquote, urges. And I was, like, a little baby. They weren't sexual urges. (laughs) Um, But I once got obsessed with, I really, like, if someone told me something was, like, dangerous or don't do it, then it would click in my mind like, well, I got now I got to do it. So, like, rocks. I got obsessed with the urge of biting rocks. And I was like, well, I want to do it. And my mom was like, don't do it. <laughs> it's very, it's like OG old school, like, I'm, girl, I'm not going to do it. Girl, I did it. And I did it. And I was like, "Ow, that hurts." Okay, now I get why they say don't do it. But I just couldn't fight the urge to do it. My other one was when I stuck my finger in Okay, so this story that don't know. Ways. Wow. For those of you that don't know, if you are a sweet baby, don't have to add any serums to that just supple skin of yours. Back in the day, there used to be things in cars where they were like cigarette lighters. Yep. And you had to push them in and they would light they would after a little bit of time it would pop out and you could pull it out and it would be
1: like these metal coil a coiled piece of metal that would literally be red hot it would go from normal just black to bright orangey red and
0: you would light your cigarette and I I don't know if it was disbelief I don't know why I really wanted to stick my finger in like, the piece that you actually pull mm-hmm. out and light your cigarette. Mm-hmm. I, like, mm-hmm. really wanted to. And, like, good parents, they were like, no, don't do that. Don't do not do that. It's hot. And I was like, is it? And then I was like, okay. So, of course, I, like, planned it out. And at a swimming lesson, a little friend was with me. My brother was swimming in the swimming lesson. And I was supposed to go next. I, for Spoiler alert, I had to go next still. But I was like, well, I'm doing it. So, it was also, like, probably still the 80s maybe 1990 maybe my mom was like here's the keys I'm like cool so i'm like ha, ha, ha. so i get in haha ha, ha, i'm going to go hurt myself horribly haha ha, thanks mom and so spoiler i did it yeah it turns out it was really fucking hot and i was like oh it's very arrested development i've made a huge <laughs> tiny little mistake And of course, I was in agony, and I go to complain to my mom, and she was like, I told you not to do it. You're swimming, nothing's next. And then I had to swim in that chlorine drenched, probably, trying to hold that finger up out of the water. And I was like, that hurt even worse because when the air, oh God, it was awful. It was terrible. (laughs) So, my big, huge, kind of non sequitur, um, it relates though, is those urges are related, I think. Could just mm. be part of my brain because the impulse control mm-hmm. is a part mm-hmm. of it, is a part of the ADHD. So per- perhaps part of that, like, because it's always, it's not necessarily that I feel like the other person's going to be out of control. It's that I'm going to do something that's going to just throw the whole ship asunder. Like, I, it's going to be me. I'm going to mm. jump off the ledge. I'm going to eat myself off. I'm going to bite the rock. It's going to be me. I don't know why because I can't eat laugh. <laughs> is so good. I know that's why. That's why I started, because as soon as you said meme, I was like, oh, that precious baby. And he made the noise. I can't do it. Um, okay. I feel like you must be under this age to yeah, be able to, try to eat it I'm not going properly. To. Um, but yes, that's mine.
1: Um, yes. I have ne- I never had the urge to to do that with a cigarette later. Um, it's where, for everyone now, the the youths of today, it's where you plug in your phone charger. That used to be a cigarette. Oh lighter. my god. Yes. Yeah. But um and if you've ever seen Heathers, the scene after they kill the two uh high school boys, the scene with Uncle Mark just <gasps> after that. Mm-hmm. Um Katie's husband has a relative who was in Heathers, but we're not gonna tell mm-hmm. you who it is. You can figure it out for yourself. Um but the scene after he's in, the um they're fighting in the car and when Ona push it you know she puts a cigarette in her mouth and then she hits a little button and when she pulls the lighter out instead of lighting her cigarette she smashes it against her palm and then christian slater grabs her hand and lights his cigarette off the heat from the burn on her hand so if you don't know what she was doing in that scene that's what she was doing she was pulling a katie
0: maybe that's why you put your finger in it but you know she did a similar move it makes sense well no she did it in a much cooler way and i just went cooler Sure. I mean, I know. Ooh, I don't love anybody that much. Yeah. No. Me neither. Not even myself. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Please so, give me razzle dazzle us with a, an ultra.
1: So this normally happens about my driving, but I have okay. had it happen. I have had the sensation when I'm doing other things. Um, it's that I'm going to forget how to do something in the middle of doing said thing. Yeah. So that's why driving is a, a go-to for me. Like I'll just be on the free, you know, sometimes when you're on the freeway and you completely disassociate and you realize you really haven't been paying attention for about a minute or two,
0: mm-hmm. but it's you've
1: terrifying. not crashed. You've stayed in your, lane, cause you know, you're just, you're on autopilot. So you're driving and you're aware of what's around you, but you're not aware that you're aware of what's around you. And I realize like, Oh, Oh, whoa! I haven't been paying attention for like a few seconds. Okay. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. What if I ever get how to drive? <laughs> like, what would I do? What would I do if all of a sudden I didn't know how to control this 2,000 mm. pound metal vehicle That's traveling at about, let's be honest, 72 to 75 miles per hour? Mm-hmm. Um, what would I do? Like, would I just slam on the brakes? Probably not. Would I try to pull over to the side? Probably. But would I be able to? Because I wouldn't know how to drive, so I wouldn't know how to change lanes or the, you know, safety measures involved in changing lanes. P.S. Yes, I am an old lady who I will click the blinker, get into the next lane, turn the blinker off, and then turn the blinker on again to get into the next lane because that's what you're supposed to do. You don't just put the blinker on and just yeah over a few lanes. It's blinker on and off in between spoken like a true nerd who got a hundred percent on her driving test mm. um but it has happened like sometimes if I'm in the middle of like typing or if I'm doing just like an ordinary thing and I just think like what if I don't what if I forgot how to do this and it's usually something like driving that's more dangerous that's more like that's kind of a big deal if you did yeah
0: I don't know if I do that I've done th- I've only done that and it's not really a fear but I did forget how to run <laughs> stop I did. Well, okay. In my defense, (laughs) okay, well, this isn't going to make me look better, but I'm a very slow runner, and I will by nature, naughty by nature, get in my own head, guaranteed. So if running is supposed to be sort of a natural thing that our bodies can do, yes, you can train to be an incredible runner, but that's technique, but the natural Mm -hmm. act of running Mm – we're sort of that fight or flight. My flight is strong, but not in this particular moment because and I just was like, I kind of felt a little bit like I was like um, <laughs> I literally had to tell myself like okay, put the left and do the right and do the left and the right thing and I felt a little bit like a speed walker like st- and I was like doing the arm and I was like okay and I jerky. little herky jerky move um i don't know what's wrong with me is anxiety hashtag i have had an anxiety disorder for a good chunk of my life and not realized um laugh about it all the time with my therapist during sessions i'm like oh yes that's called she's like yes that's called anxiety and i'm like ah yes my old friend my dear old friend That's. i've never ha- told her that i forgot how to run that's happened
1: not that i've yeah. forgotten how to do this but when you hyper focus on something and then you're so aware of it, like I'm not getting breathing.
0: Yes. When you yes. just, you're just sitting there or oh, laying God. there and you're
1: just breathing, you know, like people and, or like live creatures do. And all of a sudden I become too aware of my breathing Yeah, and it no longer is automatic. I have to make myself inhale and exhale at a certain like yeah. interval that doesn't give away to whoever I'm with. I'm too aware of how I'm breathing and it, it make sure it's not too slow, not too fast. And then it's like when you're sick and you think like, oh my God, will I ever be normal? Will I ever know what it feels like to be normal again? Yeah. I think for a brief moment, like, am I going to ever just go, is, is this going to happen for me again? Like, will I just, will like the autopilot just kick in or am I stuck on like a crank, Yeah, cranking myself <laughs> forever and ever?
0: <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely I've definitely done the hype the hyper uh, hyperfixation is my bread and butter. I've done that. It's just a lot when people call me out about something and I feel uncomfortable and then I'm like, oh, like my therapist she's coming up a lot, but she told me that when I have conversations, I don't breathe. And I was like, you don't breathe. No. But then I was like, oh my God, I don't breathe. And I could feel that my breath was right here. And I was like, then though, what happens is then for the rest of the session, if she gets me too early, all I could do is just be like, don't breathe. I mean, breathe, breathe, do breathe. (laughs) And I can't stop. And then I'm like, then I'm just a maniac and everything is forced and nothing is natural. Yeah. But so yes, I do I 1,000% connect with the hyperfixation and then noticing just natural things natural things like swallowing is another one if i hyper focus especially if i'm stoned i am convinced that i will lose the ability to swallow and i will die that's a common one for me that's why i one time i got so stoned and i ate i was gonna bring it up yeah which one (laughs) has happened to me you thought
1: you lost your leg
0: oh yes that's because that couch was a leather couch. And the woman that uh she's now married to a beautiful woman and they have a beautiful daughter. Bless. She got me so stoned. And <laughs> I was on a leather couch. And I legit was like, well, this is me now. <laughs> Here we go. That was that was the same night because I was so convinced because I also get like the dry mouth. So I was drinking tons of water and then was convinced that if I just kept swallowing something, so I ate Sour Patch Kids, but you know how Sour Patch Kids will just tear the inside mm-hmm. of your mouth mm-hmm. up? Oh, God, I paid for that for about a week and a half. But, yeah. <laughs> t- turns out I can also have those same irrational fears completely sober. Yeet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to oh, think of another. Well, I have this, like, very irrational fear that I just can't see I don't know if it was because I saw porkies or what <laughs> but I have this irrational fear that some type of snake usually snake because that would be the worst but like rodent creature is going to climb up the uh, toilet and yes. do something to me so if and I'm like don't check it and then I'm like but this, this would be the time so I always check the toilet. Any toilet I ever sit on, I will give it a thorough check once, check check twice, check twice.
1: Look, there are two things I will always do. I will always look into the toilet before I sit upon it. Number two, mm-hmm. I will always look in the back seat before I get into my car. One thousand percent. When I see movies, televisions, movies and television, <laughs> movies or television programs, Where a woman has gotten into her car and the killer's hiding in the back seat and like, you know, pulls a knife or a gun or something, you know, a ligature around. I scream and I tell Dr. Boyfriend, pause. And I looked at him and I said, you name me a single woman who would ever get into her car without looking into the back seat. Mm -hmm. Name it. I'll give you anything you want. Yeah. Tell me that there's a grown woman of driving age who doesn't at least glance into the back seat when you get into your car. That's never going to happen. I said, a man wrote that story.
0: Because absolutely. women don't do that. Nope, we don't do that. No, absolutely not. Do I have any other, like, just really... I mean, I have some, like, typical... What I feel are typical. God, I hope they're typical. Spiraling. Why am I like this moment? <laughs> Um, they're fresh because I had a therapy session today and I admitted because I've been avoiding going to the do- okay fine I've been avoiding going to the doctor for a freckle that's on my palm that it's fine it's probably fine but it's like when anything ever changes you should get it checked so when I first noticed it and I was like I think it's bigger and I, I had them check it they measured it doing all those things I had to change doctors, insurance changed, yada 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 yada. So I need to go, but I told her today that I was like, "Oh, I full on like already gone through the entire scenario where they have to biopsy it, then they have to remove my hand, and then I have to change instruments because I won't be able to play guitar anymore. Maybe I'll play piano. I could play slide guitar. I could do the pedal steel. Maybe I'll just sing. We'll figure it out. Designers make it work. We will make it work." <laughs> And I haven't, I just need to make the, I I have gone that far, but yet I just need to make the appointment and go get it checked out. That's like all I need to do, but we've gone there. Cause I feel like, you know what? Let me just, let me just see. Let me just take this all the way. So when the rational thing happens, just the 1% chance that the scary thing happens, I've planned, I got it. Listen, Doc, we got That is what I do.
1: It's more emotionally than for, like, specific events. But I... Okay. And just like we, Katie and I had a conversation about other stuff earlier today. So this is along those lines of, like, I believe it, but I don't believe it, but I do, but I don't, but I do, but I don't, but maybe, I don't know. Yes. I'm a Pisces. So I am an emotional cutter.
0: hmm
1: I want to... If, your emo- if our emotions are like a a tap at a nice big emotional sink. Nice, beautiful porcelain apron sink. I like to crank that fucker as far as it'll go as fast as it'll go. Okay. If you've got one of the fancy up and down uh, faucets, I will (laughs) hit that like lever so hard all the way up. I'll break, I'll break a socket or something. I don't know. Whatever is used to connect them. Um, And I want to feel everything. I want to feel as much emotional pain as I possibly can as fast as I can possibly feel it so that when the real life scenario plays out, it probably won't be that bad. Mm, Okay. So I'm fine. Okay. The problem is my brain doesn't know that that hasn't happened. So my brain is experiencing that trauma Mm -hmm. and that emotional pain when nothing's happened. Yeah. Um so it's probably not good for me. Yeah. But it's my coping it's how I I like to be prepared for everything. Yeah. Not everything, everything, but I like to be prepared for things. So if I can like <laughs> if I can sort of build a callus up to something when the real thing happens it won't be as bad as I practiced. Yeah. So I'm a, I might, and I'm probably not all right, because I've caused myself a lot of emotional trauma needlessly, which is why sometimes I will end up crying, because nothing's happened, but I'm imagining, but what if it did? What if the worst thing possible did happen? Uh-huh. How do you feel about it now? And then I'm weeping, and then it happens IRL, and it's like a two out of the ten scenario I pictured, and I'm like, oh, well, that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I handle that just well. Thank you. I. Which is why sometimes if people think I'm very unflappable, it's like, yeah, but about 45 minutes ago, or let's be honest, about four days ago, I already wept in the bathroom, curled up into the fetal position over this. So I'm fine. I'm good now.
0: It's like a pre-prep. Oh. He's climbing up. Oh. He's doing it. He's all the way at the top of his cat
1: Yee! tower trying to get up on them curtains. He ain't got no fears.
0: but He's. He's, he's looking. What at his fears? Door. He's good. I'm a youth. Um, oh, it's that youth. You think nothing it's can the youth, stop it. Well, unless, <laughs> unless Well, I know. We're, unless it stops saying... you from running. So Right. There <laughs> we are. Um, it's been a great ride thus far. Yeah, that's interesting. Something... I mean, I'm no therapist. I can't tell you one way or the other.
1: Oh, yeah. I I mean, I know for sure I shouldn't do that to myself because it's, it's If I'm crying or like having the emotional reaction like I would picture a fight with someone in my head oh, uh-huh. and I'll have the emotional reaction where like shorten it. Like I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, hmm. I'm goading myself into having the emotional reaction where, where I will actually cry like real hard. Like I'll cry really hard over this fake um, argument mm-hmm. or situation mm-hmm. that has never happened isn't even threatening to happen. Hmm. And even if it does, isn't going to happen like that.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask like when those things do happen, if they do happen.
1: Oh, it's never that bad, but I always think like, but what if you should prepare yourself for, I mean, well, the next fear, I, this is my Kool-Aid man. Okay. I feel stupid moment because I'm going to talk about something real serious. And then the next thing on my list is Fucking absurd! That is how I got through my mom dying. Mm. Uh, she was told, well, we were told about six months before she died that she had uh, breast cancer that had returned and had metastasized and had spread. Yeah, so there was no, there was really no treatment. Just she was not in good physical condition to begin with, and it had spread too far so any treatment they would have given her she may have had a little more time but it would have been significantly more uncomfortable for her so it was decided instead to just keep her comfortable and just wait it out um and so I knew like oh this is going to be the worst moment of my life Mm -hmm. like when she's gone it's this will wreck me so I've got a finite amount of time to prepare myself for it so that when it happens I don't get caught off guard but then also I have to be the person that snaps into action after it happens because there's a household that still needs to be run like bills still need to be paid things mm-hmm. that still need to get done after that happens That still have to happen um, and then she died and two weeks later there was a a shutdown of everything. Yeah. Like we didn't go to work for 4 months. We could barely go grocery shopping like every, you know, all the things. Um did not see that in my scenario. Right. So, in a way, the pandemic cushioned that for me mm-hmm. because I didn't have to see anybody. One of the things I was really dreading was seeing people yes. when I went back to work. Yes. I didn't want to have the same conversation over and over again. And that's one of the things I, w- I kept prepping myself for, was like, every time somebody sees you, there's going to be a look on their face, yep. and whether they say it out loud or not, there's going to be an like,
0: oh, I'm so sorry.
1: Which they mean, well, and I, it's fine. It wasn't like anything about somebody trying to express sympathy. But it was just like, every time that happens you relive it all over again I'm gonna have to like do it all over again and I'm gonna have to like have the right reaction and but still maintain because I'm gonna be at work and but I didn't have to go through all of that so and oh my god I am not saying that my mom dying didn't affect me because I was a wreck Mm -hmm. for a few days but I don't think it was my insane method I think it was more that I had a really good support system Katie and her beloved included that were very much there for me and helped me through that, that process. But in some ways I was, cause it felt as bad as I thought it mm. was going to feel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think it was more that like, Oh, I'm very lucky. And I have a lot of people that were there for me at the time And that's what got me through it. Not that I had trained myself somehow to get through the grief, but rather that, like, I felt it. I felt it as much as I, you know, it felt as bad as it felt. And I was still okay afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that really was more to do with the people that were around me. And the fact that that's just, for me, I guess I was fortunate that I was able to bounce back from it in that way i know that it's not that easy for everyone to you know kind of handle certain amounts of of big big emotions like that but for me i was able to and like in a way i did did start seeing a therapist after this don't worry everybody but in a way it like it justified it for me of like oh see it worked Mm. if you just keep bombarding yourself with emotional like you know, peaks and valleys, like super highs and super lows, you'll be ready for anything. And it's like, no, you should, like, shouldn't like should do that. You really shouldn't do that to yourself. Yeah. Because I told the therapist I had, you know, like that that's sometimes what I And she's like, okay, that's like not, that's not great. Yeah. Um, let's work on that. Yeah. Um, you don't have to put yourself through that. There are other ways of coping and dealing and processing right. without having, you know, to put yourself through an emotional ringer like that. This is what I mean by the highs and the lows, because the next thing on my list is that I'm afraid I'm going to misspell or misspeak when I'm reading a list of numbers or like a name. So like if I'm at work and I'm saying like, oh, it's Katie, it's K-A-T-Y. And if I'm reading something, I am afraid that I'm going to read it incorrectly because tied to the, I'm going to forget how to do something I already know how to do, is that I I'm going to transpose letters or numbers that are important. Oh. So, and at work, we get phone numbers, addresses, sometimes a credit card or like a, you know, gift card number or something. And when the person's reading it to me, I'm terrified that I'm going to write it down incorrectly. And if I'm reading something to someone else that like, oh, so can I get your account number? Like, let's pull up your account. And if I'm reading my like, like phone, like my cell, you know, account number or something and i'm like oh so it's like four 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 one four 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 that i'm gonna say like it's four. four, four. what's the letter what's the number that looks like a circle like that i'm not going to remember how to say numbers or that i'm going to say them incorrectly and look stupid oh it's real ri- yeah interesting and at work problematic problematic for somebody who has to be on the phone confirming numbers and name spellings all day long yeah
0: because i mean great. worst case scenario really truly worse it's easier said than done worst case scenario is oh i don't just ask him yeah i don't think oh, i got so your sorry. number right what was what was that yeah
1: and i've done i do that all the time at work oh i'm sorry what what was that again yeah and you can just say like oh i'm sorry our phone cut out for just a moment do you mind repeating that yeah it's not hard but it's a thing yeah it's like a, it's a thing oh oh she's not prepared oh look at her I'm seeing a lot of patterns. It's with my preparedness. I get it. Okay. All right. Welcome to the bottom
0: Bible (laughs) therapy hour, where clarity suddenly happens. Thank you. Do we have any licensed therapists in the audience that would uh, like to come and therapize? No. Don't spell your names to me because I'm
1: going to be afraid. I'm going to misspell it.
0: Thank you. Do you you have a phone number you could
1: make us repeat over and over again? Thank you. No. okay okay I'm seeing. not that I didn't know this about myself but yes I have some issues about control and me liking to be in control which is funny for a bottom yeah that is interesting but I am a bossy bottom Mm -hmm. yeah
0: well and you do like to dictate how the controlled factor is being doled out to you like you that's do true. like to but because
1: part of that's what we've said part of like part of being a bottom is that you trust the person that you're with yeah and that their boundaries are respected yes it's um, like
0: the it's like the positive form of codependency <laughs> hear me out so codependency a person that has this. codependent issues um, present hi here present um, they they pretend or they try to trick themselves that oh no I don't I don't care you do it you it's fine no it's okay but really they're trying to control the situation and avoid an eruption by making sure everything's cool and fine and appeasing everything and so the positive side would be the bottom part where there's a form of trust and bond and it's positive and you do really do still kind of want to dictate what's going on Right, you like you like the the dominance in the way in which you've agreed upon to before
1: yes and as long as i still as there is a, a an ejector yes button yeah um dr boyfriend and i were talking just a couple weeks ago uh, i can't remember how it got brought up but we were talking about roller coasters or something mm. and he assumed i didn't like them Okay. Because I'm such a scaredy cat Mm -hmm. about everything. Like, I'm so nervous and worried about everything that, of course, I wouldn't like roller coasters. And I was like, oh, no, I love roller coasters. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I don't go on them as often anymore because, you know, I'm an adult. But, yeah, oh, no, like, I love roller coasters. And he was like, really? Yeah. (laughs) That's so surprising, like, because you're such a control freak. And I said, no, 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 but that's what I like. It's the same Mm. reason I like certain kinds of scary movies where there's more left to your imagination. Same because nothing is scarier than the inside Mm -hmm. of my head um but roller coasters i said i understand that it's like it's fake danger yeah because you're never really in i mean i guess you're in a little bit of danger things can like misfire bolts can come undone anything can happen but reasonably you're in very little danger yeah um nothing's gonna happen to you your seat belt's on you're on a track like it's all fake danger because in the end you'll end up back at the you know loading dock and yeah you know you'd be fine you good um worst thing is that photo of you is gonna look terrible okay uh, i love from the, the ride.
0: terrible ride photo
1: oh there's one i have to find worse, it it's oh god i don't even know where it would be i've got to find it somewhere that's helpful <laughs> of the first time I rode the viper at it's this is 6 Flags Magic Mountain in Valencia, California. I look like I'm crying. It's this. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating.
0: It looks like I'm like squishy face, like Darcy crying. Oh, that's it's a full Darcy tremendous. Face we cry. should get a blonde wig. Put it on there. Oh, Photoshop. Photoshop. But yeah, kind
1: of I it's I guess it's kind of like, here we go, me connecting the dots, ready for this. It's like my emotional warfare with myself. Mm where I push it to where I actually upset myself knowing that it's not real yeah like my body but the problem is of course that my body reacts to it as if it is real like I actually cry I actually get upset Uh but like at the you know bottom layer of that singed lasagna I know well it's not real so it's like it's
0: not real it can't actually hurt me
1: it can't actually hurt me but this is what it would feel like if it did prep or it could have happened like this
0: it's like a yeah it's like a uh what do what do they call that um dress rehearsal yeah emotional dress rehearsal yeah
1: an emotional dress rehearsal that i know is never going to be is never going to play out that way Mm -mm. but it's like no. but let's just pretend like it did opening
0: night never does yeah a bump, bump, bump. for so more metaphors can, everybody can hear that um, that cat is going fucking bonkers bon right now well is that's probably the, the cat has no fear which is probably a good place to we'll put a a little what should we put an ellipsis
1: to we'll put a little um, Stussy logo bookmark right there Stussy
0: logo because trust there are more <laughs> of the why am I like this I can think of there are so many topics where we can discuss why am i like this i have some oh god social settings we can add that on to the next one
1: the depths of the why are we like this of all of us you all listening included <laughs> no
0: no bounds beauty we could oh we could just open it up like a leg like a I don't know what what opens that's like i don't know where i was going with this my hands just look like <laughs> it jazz hands right now oh riles tails. <laughs>
1: I don't know, so when you said beauty, it just occurred to me that, like, oh, my God, it took me over 40 years to finally accept that, like, if your eyeliners grow good, it's fucking grow good.
0: Oh, yeah. Fully,
1: I Fully, like, on Halloween, I walked around with two completely, completely, to my eye, noticeably different winged eyeliners. But then I, I put my hair down. And I was like, oh, my hair mostly covers it. That's fine.
0: Yeah, I could not tell. I'm not
1: redoing it. It's Halloween. I could not tell. Nobody can look at both of my eyes at the same time. Try it. Look at Yeah, my eyes in. are so eyes, far apart eyes, look eyes look this. Eyes, eyes. I can put like
0: four. Oh. Your eyes are farther apart than mine. I never knew. know. Yeah, I, got, I got space. I got, that. And... I got real estate you there. Get that beautiful bridge a... of your nose. Yeah. Mine's just like a, a hot dog.
1: It's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a nice
0: nose. I <laughs> don't feel like I do. You do. I have this weird, like, German, English, Ukrainian hybrid nose. <laughs> i don't know all right all right well let's all go stare at our noses well, in our bathroom mirrors. so let's not throw ourselves through emotional roller coasters let's not don't put our it. fingers in i'm light gonna do it girl the...
1: girl i already did it
0: what about cigarette lighters which you know
1: yeah stay away from the cigarette you're not gonna unless find you're them, unless you're like a vintage fanatic yeah don't, she's gonna be hard still don't do it
0: don't eat rocks uh don't, eat, don't eat yourself um i used to Oi. eat chapsticks well not oh. eat them I used to bite into them because it's so soft
1: ah. the sense the thinking about I because I get your rock thing I didn't have that with rocks but the sensation of your teeth just like a fucking hot knife through a stick of butter oh. going through a chapstick that makes me feel weird it's like, like CVS I- open right now oh. Oh. CVS
0: and go we'll get me a three pack of chapstick I do have a I do have one last little weird thing thinking of teeth I have a fear okay I guess sometimes you get, like, your body stuck in weird positions. I mean, yes, we do. We all know, right? But, like, okay, it's the weirdest feeling. (laughs) God, this is an ultimate. Why am I like this? (sighs) I'm just going to say it. I'm embarrassing myself. Okay. So you put, like, your lower jaw. I don't know if you've ever done this. Maybe it's just me. Put your lower jaw on the other outside. Because normally I have an overbite. I guess if you have an underbite, this is how you naturally live your life. Mm -hmm. But I have an overbite. Not an overbite, but it's definitely... Like my teeth, they're, they've got it's a, a standard bite, a standard bite. Right. Where yeah, my teeth the go, top teeth top teeth go, go over it's the, be the bottom. A little bit over. Yeah. A little bit over. But if you do, <laughs> if you put your under if you don't have, if you have that, and you take your bottom teeth and you put them and you have them go around and touch your top teeth and then you kind of pull a little bit, I have the biggest fear that I'm going to knock both of my front teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> it feels terrible too. Do oh, it. God, I hate it. <laughs> I kind of like it. You like it? I don't like it. I don't like Well, it. don't
1: cats like it if you just like tug a little bit on the canine teeth? Do
0: they? Oh, that does mm-hmm. so nice. A little teeth tugging. Baby, you want to do okay, something? So everybody, let's let's. Baby, let's do some when teeth wrap this tugging. Up. Everybody go like tug your teeth. Don't knock your tooth from teeth out. Don't knock them out. Just a little tug. Just a nice little just no. a little tug. I'll tug. I look a little bit like Susan B. Anthony right now. I also um, wanted to add rgb it's the the scarf
1: Mm. with because you're wearing something dark underneath it it looks like um a really beautiful uh supreme court
0: justice uh robe oh okay that is better than what i i looked i feel like i look a little bit like a prairie mom because i got the sort of the bun and the the slight curls or like a little bit like elizabeth (laughs) bennett
1: (laughs) oh elizabeth bennett that's cute
0: (laughs) All right, Elizabeth
1: Bennett on the Supreme Court. Ooh,
0: that's
1: fear. Somebody write that. No, don't write that story. It's mine. I own it. <laughs> she take it. It's hers. I own that. Pro- I own that it. intellectual property.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if uh, you want to find us, you know where to look. We are the Bottom Bible. Anywhere, the Bottom Bible at Gmail, the Bottom Bible on Instagram. Send us a message. Do you have fears that you've never told anyone before, but you want to share with us? Please. Do you ever please, please on them. some rocks? You Ever put your tooth? You put your tooth in front of the other and just do to tug it a little bit. Oh god, Ow. awful! I hate it. Uh. I my foot. Oh no, I attacked my leg. <laughs> oh god. Okay. All right. Well, we bid you Until next time, you little yeety youthful babies. You Don't no cigarette what is it? Don't yeet yourself off uh, yeet. a cliff. What? How does yeet even go? In a way, that's what I. In a, I gotta find that because the way his his motions and his like you ever just drive and you go <laughs> and the urge to just get yourself off the cliff It was like all the time constantly yes this is me <laughs> okay all right well don't do it later days bye bye goodbye, goodbye. to tell me what you want from me i really need it.